This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, and welcome to Dungeon Damsels. Tonight is the dramatic reading of the Threnian boss fight. Because I managed to not capture either of our audio. Yep, yeah, go me. Anyway, I'll do a dramatic retelling um, based off memory, the video, and general intuition. Let's get started. This scene, Erevan puts his dog nose to the ground and attempts to sniff out Kayanthi's whereabouts. The party of Kiara and Luna follow closely behind him. The scent is caught, and the large brown bloodhound darts towards the palace. Here, there is a grand staircase leading up to Queen Sabra's magnificent autumn palace. There is a small footpath for servants that tucks around the side of the staircase as, and goes into a side yard. Dog Erevan turns and trots down the path and rounds the corner. The side yard consists of a dirt yard and chalked lines. Wooden weapons and shields are arrayed into neat racks, and there is an enormous stone golem overseeing the trading grounds. It seems this is where the Fey guards do their exercises. Kayanthi can be seen across the field, her blonde hair whipping back as she nimbly dodges an incoming strike. Theranian rolls the sword in his hand and peers over at the incoming group. He glances at Samira and the two exchange a slight nod. The mage curls her hands into a well-practiced incantation and tosses her staff forward, wriggles and writhes to life as a giant python. Threnian raises his blade. Ah, guests. He flicks his blood he flicks the blood from his sword. No matter. You will soon learn why they call me Silver Fang. His eyes glow and you see a faint outline of red dragon skills. It's like a see-through like overlay over his body that follows him. And it's um, it's the visage of a skilled dragon that's red. So it's pretty dang cool. He throws his hand upward into the sky, and a tremendous roar echoes from his mouth, instilling fear within a 30-foot radius. Kayanthi fails. Luna succeeds. Kira failed. Erevan succeeds. Nualia failed. Ari failed. Those who fail feel a sense of hopelessness whenever they look upon the terrifying Silver Fang. And his, his armor is silver, so that's where that comes from. <clears throat> The remaining party springs into action. Luna charges across the field, pulling her rapier free from his casing and opens with a flurry of stabs against Threnian. The opposing paladin blanches her first strike, and then she dives left to drive her blade into his exposed armpit. She twists her blade and strikes true and blasts him with a divine smite. Radiant energy explodes from her hilt, and he throws her off by twisting away. The others are running across the hard-packed sand, the wild din of the party echoing behind them. The training golem springs to life. Eyes glow and intercepts the party. With a mighty fist, it plows into Kira and sends her flying backwards. Noelia, across the field, darts out of her, her bush and holds her throwing daggers in her hands. She tosses them across the grass. The first glances across Threnian's armor and the second misses as he steps out of the way. Kira dodges the golem's next stripe, fueled 
and then fueled by the thrill of combat, her old training kicks in. The golem is not necessary. As someone who is built to trade down, take down mages, her eyes narrow on the wizard, Samira. The drow charges across the field and carves a crescent-shaped wound to a very surprised wizard. Samira shrieks and holds up her hands as Kiara's second attack clashes against a magical shield. Aravan skids to a halt as the golem sprung, now sprung to life and decides to duck into the bushes. While there, he discovers Ari. To him, she is a poor, random party patron that got entangled in their mess and with a soft apology. I'm so sorry about this. He casts Cure Wounds on Ari and tells her it's not safe for you. You should probably get out of here. With that, the sorceress rises to her feet and attempts to flee the scene. Across the field, Kayanthi holds her blade aloft and her eyes glow as she runs her hand along the metallic edge of her sword. The blade glows with an eerie red light and she casts Hex through the blade onto her quarry. Therenian winces as the spell takes place and Kayanthi dips into a series of attacks. A strike to his side slices the exposed underarm and she pulls back. The wound sears with black energy and Therenian growls with content. <sighs> stabs it again and parries, and he parries with his sword. Thranian snarls under his breath as he swings his sword at Kaeanthi. I never understood why Grandfather's fascination with you. You're sentimental and weak-willed. Now you're ruined as a conduit. His blade exposes, his blade finds exposed flesh and slices. Now that you've thrown your lot in with Briotriacht. Grandfather has finally seen you as what you are. Failure. Another slash of the sword, Akanthi dodges with a twist as the blade swings through empty air. Samira, wounded and cornered by a ravenous drow, flicks her wand and expertly draws out sigils into the air. With a hastily placed incantation, she steps backwards into a dimension door and teleports across the field. And away from Kiara. The giant python then stretches its mouth open to expose long and needle-like teeth and poses to strike Akira. The strike crunches into Kira's plate armor and she remains unscathed. Luna continues her assault as she wails on Thranian. She plunges her rapier forward and the stiletto blade bounces across Thranian's plate and scrapes into empty air. She repositions another strike and plants her sword into his thigh. Ugh. Another burst of en radiant light bursts forward. Thranian hisses in pain. <sighs> Next, the golem swings its fists at Kayanthi. With a massive swipe, the golem's hands crack over Kayanthi's back. It swings its arm and pummels her with another strike. Kayanthi groans. The arms impact her with the force of a boulder and she grits her teeth. <sighs> Nualia, again, readies her daggers. She's starting to run, run low on ammo, so she decides to switch targets and, and starts to occupy Samira's python. She flings her daggers at it. World Strike 2, true, and the beast recoils and hisses as blade, blood, sleep, blood seeps from its wounds. The beast slithers across the ground and its tail flicks as it looks for the source of pain. Meanwhile, across the battlefield, Kira growls as her spirit, her target has spirited away. She glances around and unable to stop but her foe. She focuses into Oculus, her familiar, for a bird's eye view. Above the battle, she can see Kayanthi and Luna battling together in tandem as they clash blade to blade with Thranian. 
the golem swings its mighty fists. Aravan is speaking to a young girl, and Samira is spotted. The cackle. Kira commands Oculus to open his mouth and release a spray of scorching rays. White hot beams erupt from his tiny bat mouth and carve pathways into the ground. Samira is Kana to one. Threadian is seared by another, and Hajay the Python's hisses <sighs> as the beam cuts across its body. Ervan then pulls his staff and begins to call out to the motes of energy and nature around them. It glows, and he shoots out a bolt of spores at Samira. The bolt lands, and the wizard shakes her head, now blinded. Back at Ari. She stumbles out of the bushes and dusts herself off. Her party dress is now dirty and ripped. She's been wounded, and she makes a break for it, but is intervened by the golem. Ari then summons up magical electric energy from within. It swirls at her fingertips. Blue energy zips and crackles around her as sparks buzz and fly off in random directions. Then, with a snap, the lightning zips from her hand and it soars across the field, pushing aside dirt and debris as it leaves a trail of hot energy in its wake and collides into the golem in a brilliant flash. The stone is seared and the construct roars before charging after her back at the top of initiative. Kayanthi swirls her hands together and grasps her her holy pendant before whispering a prayer. Death is scared away as Kayanthi casts a healing spell. Spell. <laughs> the deep wounds in her sides begin to heal and she again lunges forward with another slash. She misses, but then with a burst of key she goes for a series of blows. Left punch that misses, and an uppercut that strikes to Threnian's smug, smug face. Poor Juju. Still fighting for nothing. Kayanthi rears back on her feet and dances into a forward kick. The name is Kayanthi! Threnian smirks. Is that all you have to show me? He rears his sword back, swings horizontally, and Kayanthi dodges by jumping back, and Thranian advances forward with another cut. His blade meets flesh, and Kayanthi grimaces as his sword begins to side tear his skin. He wriggles the blade in a wicked grin. With a wicked grin, he charges his sword with raging energy. Kayanthi shrieks and takes a defensive position. Next, we go to Samira. Now blinded for the time being, she pulls out her wand and begins to mutter an incantation. Red hot energy starts to form a sphere at the end of her wand. It swirls faster and faster until igniting. She whirls her arms around and hurls the spear towards the direction of sound. Flame and spark roll outward in waves from the spear as it rolls across the ground and licks at Luna's boots. Hajay the snake plows across the field to return to its master, Samira, and Nuwalia takes the moment of opportunity to strike. The python slithers across the ground with surprising speed as it dashes back to the side of its master. Back at Luna, she twirls her rapier and goes for another stab to Thranian's side. He deflects it by stepping aside and allowing his armor to take the brunt. She sweeps again, aiming to stab at the neck and manages to slice a long cut across his cheek. The golem turns to face Ari, and the little mage now the object of its aggression, and plows forward. It bats her like a gnat with a single swipe. She bounces against the ground as the golem then swats her little body aside, and it crumples at the foot of the bushes. 
Ari peels herself from the ground, wobbling, dazed, blood running down her forehead as she pulls herself to their elbows. With the strength she has, she crawls into the nearby bush and sobs. Absolutely stricken with the level of magic he just witnessed, Erevan blinks and then scoots through the bushes to find this impressive young mage. Soothing, healing magic gathers at his staff's crest and he focuses on Ari's wounds as he casts a healing spell on her. The bruises fade away and the blood is stopped and he not she nods her thanks. Kayanthi, heavily wounded, <sighs> pants and wipes blood from her face as Threnian growls out another goading call. I've wasted enough time on you. He drives his blade forward. Kayanthi nimbly pushes the strike aside and then plunges her sword through his open gut. Threnian's eyes grow wide. He chokes on blood as it wells up in his mouth. His knees weaken and the armor clinks as he lowers himself to the ground. Kayanthi leans closely, her hair sweeping behind her in a curtain of blonde. Don't worry, my brother. Your work to bring me back won't be wasted. Grandfather won't need to try to find me. Because soon, I'm coming for him. Thranian's eyes widen <laughs> as he coughs out a chuckle. He grasps Kayanthi's sleeve and whispers to her ear, bringing his other hand to her face and says, <laughs> Welcome to the family. And with his dying breath, his blood-soaked hand leaves a smear of his own blood across his sister's, sister's face. And he falls limp in her arms. Silence rolls across the field as Threnian grows cold and the golem becomes still. The party rages on in the background, the distant beat of drums and laughter a backdrop to a blood scene. Bloody scene. Samira dispels the blindness with a dispersing spell and Grath gasps as she sees Threnian laying cold on the ground. <gasps> pool of blood starting to spill across the ground. Luna puts a hand on Kayanthi, sending soothing healing magic to her friend, and Kayanthi whispers a thank you as the deeper wounds heal. Slowly she closes her eye, the eyes of her brother and stands up. It's over. Samira quickly dismisses Haje and casts a teleportation spell before vanishing in a puff of white magic. Actually, hers is orange. A puff of orange magic. Kira leaps forward and plants her sword into the ground where Samira had been moments ago and groans. <sighs> I wanted to get the mage. Ah, now back at the party, Ellie and Artius are having a grand old time. Ellie is recounting the adventures she's had so far, and Artius is quietly sipping tea and nodding, and she does so. And there's a little tree of snacks that's brought by. She picks a little finger sandwich up and says, Boy, I sure do hope everyone else is having fun. That's where we're going to end this episode. Thank you for watching. Now that should about wrap it up for this episode. I'd like to do my shoutouts for our many artists. Um, Robo Sardi, also known as Michael, did the logo. Amelia Pendraz, also known as Amelia, did a lot of the um, like storyboard scenes. She did all the black and white scenes. 
And then uh, Slothy Claws slash Pixie Apocalypse did um, some of the character arts. So, oh, she's a, that's Serena. So I'd like to give credit where credit is due. Uh, thank you so much again for watching. And I hope you'll leave a like and comment and maybe uh, follow us. And I uh, hope to see you soon. Thanks.